0: Open, outspoken, it's Ophthalmology Off The Grid, an honest look at controversial topics in the field. I'm Blake Williamson. On today's episode of Ophthalmology Off The Grid, we're taking some time to reflect on our careers as ophthalmologists and discuss what and who we're most thankful for for this holiday. I hope you'll enjoy listening as I discuss with several of my colleagues What aspects of being an ophthalmologist make them feel most grateful to be a part of this profession? In addition, each of them will discuss the mentors that they are most thankful for to have in their lives.
1: Ophthalmology Off
0: the Grid is an independent podcast produced by Bryn Communications and supported by advertising from Alcon. For a full listing of podcasts for eye care professionals, go to itube.net forward slash podcasts. That's itube,
1: E-Y-E-T-U-B-E dot
0: Welcome everyone. So I'm really excited about this special Thanksgiving episode of Ophthalmology Off the Grid. When the ophthalmology off the grid team uh, approached me with this idea that they had to do a Thanksgiving episode, I, I thought it was great. And when thinking about who to interview, um, it, it kind of occurred to me that you know there was a, a select group of people that just spent some time with uh, over at the American Academy of Ophthalmology, and I thought it'd be really unique to speak to them because we kind of represent um, you know ophthalmologists sort of at different stages of their career. We were at a very special dinner. Um, and, and I noticed that there were sort of three different stages, uh, uh, of people in terms of what part of their career, whether they're in the prime of their career or whether they are just did their first few years like I am, uh, or whether they've been practicing for quite a long time. So I thought that I would invite a few of them on today, um, to, uh, to talk to us about not only what they are thankful for to be ophthalmologists, but also, um, just about mentorship and, and people that have affected them and been mentors to them, um, As they've gone on in ophthalmology. So I thought I'd kind of go first talking about, you know, sort of what I'm most thankful for. And I think that, you know, all of us in ophthalmology understand how blessed we are uh, to be in this specialty. Uh, It's often said that, you know, our worst day in ophthalmology is better than, you know, many other specialties best day. And I think that all of us uh, listening to this podcast truly believe that. But you know, you can go on and on about what you're thankful for, but, you know, if I had to narrow it down, I think there are really three things that I'm most thankful for uh, to be a practicing ophthalmologist today. And that is the responsibility um, that's on me to take care of someone's most precious sense, which is their sight, the ability to transform a life, and the chance to be around happy people every day. So, you know, the first one is just the, the responsibility of, uh, you know, being in charge. Are uh, taking care of someone's most precious sense. I think that most people, you know, they value their sight more than anything else. And when they're having eye surgery, their biggest fear is going blind. And, you know, for me, I thrive on knowing that this is my responsibility to take care of this patient. And I think it's that responsibility that, that sort of, you know, pushes me um, and motivates me to, you know, do everything I can to make sure that I'm going to give them the best outcome possible, that's a huge reason why i go to all these meetings and uh, i try to connect with other colleagues and i'm constantly learning and trying to adopt new technology and understand what's new and what's the latest and greatest um, because because i know that this is ultimately my responsibility to take care of these people um, in their vision so uh, i actually like that and and i think that we're very lucky uh, to uh, have patients trust us with that ultimate responsibility Second thing is the, is the ability to transform a life. So, you know, just going into medicine in general, if you're a physician, you know, you're already, you know, restoring someone's health, you know, you're taking them from sickness to health. But when you practice, you know, ophthalmology and specific, specifically the area I'm in, which is you know, more refractive than refractive cataract surgery, what you're doing is not just restorative. it's actually, it truly is transformative and that you're making someone better than they ever have been. So for me when i was doing training you know i i was you know i had intellectual curiosity so it was fun being on the internal medicine uh, rotation and things like that but you know a lot of those times i just felt like i was prescribing medications and you know just taking labs and seeing what happened but uh, not not the case with with ophthalmology and specifically with cataract surgery i mean you really are going into that patient's eye and you know, performing a service for them that is going to have a tremendous impact on their life. And not only that, but it's going to have an impact the next day. Um, And that was just so attractive to me. Um, And it's something that I still enjoy every single day. Post-op day one is still one of my favorite times to be uh, practicing uh, in my clinic. Um, And then lastly, you know, sort of the chance to be around happy people. We have the greatest specialty and, and everyone is just so fun to be around. Um, I always tell residents uh, and specifically medical students who are considering what specialty to go into, just try to find the happiest people and gravitate towards them and emulate them and you know, try to figure out what makes them tick. And if you do that, you know, more often than not, you're going to find that ophthalmologists are probably some of the happiest people at whatever institution you're training at. And I think we're very lucky to have that. We have just such exceptional people every day. Um, and I also love that you have these, you know, amazing ophthalmologists who are way more experienced than me, that routinely take time out of their schedule to help me, um, and who have sort of always kind of been there, um, really from the get-go. Very thoughtful people. One one story that comes to mind, and um, I always try to you know, tell him the story, uh, just to remind him that I'll never forget it. But you know, I remember one time being at uh, an eye meeting in Mexico, the Caribbean eye meeting. And I was going to an ad board. It was like my very first one or one of my first ones. And I was getting a taxi and, and John Doan, uh, Dr. John Doan, uh, walked out and uh, he hopped in the car. He didn't have a, he didn't have a ride. So I said, oh yeah, you okay, come with me. And we get out to, uh, to, uh, uh, you know, the, the ad board um, and he goes to reach into his wallet to pay uh, for the taxi cab. And uh, lo and behold, he didn't have any cash on him. And I said, oh, well, no problem. I got it. He says, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll get you back. I was like, oh, no, it's my, you know, my pleasure. To me, it was just great to be able to be in a taxi cab with John Doan and pick his brain for the 10 minutes on the way to the restaurant for this ad board. But and I didn't think anything of it. Well, lo and behold, about a week later, I get an envelope in the mail. And it is a personal note from Dr. Doan uh, to me saying, Hey, Blake, you know, thanks so much. Really enjoyed meeting you. Good luck in your career. And there was a $10 bill in there. And that just blew my mind, the fact that someone who's that busy Um, and has got that much going on would just take the time out of his day just to write me a personal note uh, and send that to me I had to like sit down and it was a moment for me that I realized you know we're in the greatest specialty in the world and so that kind of goes back into you know just being around awesome people uh, the happiest people I think that's what I'm most thankful for within ophthalmology and so that's a good segue into the idea of mentorship and, and why that's important And I really look forward to hearing from each of our guests on today's podcast, because I think it's so important. I believe that the generational flow of knowledge uh, is one of the most unique things uh, about medicine more than any other uh, discipline or sort of uh, professional trade. Um, And specifically, it's so common within ophthalmology. You know, I've always been taught that if you want to know the, the best way to walk through a minefield, it's to follow somebody you know, someone, and that's, and that's what mentorship is all about, Be, you know, being behind someone who's been there and done that. Um, and I think that's so unique and so important. And, you know, frankly, I have, I have so many mentors and I'm sure that everybody on this, on this podcast does as well. Um, I'm just trying to think of just a few off the top of my head that I've learned something from. And, and, you know, I guess the best way to kind of think about it is, you know, right after, right after I got done with training, um, you know, I kind of went on a, a small little surgery tour where I went and, Visited a different surgeon's practice. And two of those surgeons uh, were in Texas, and st- that's Stephen Dell and Jeff Whitsett um, And uh, obviously keep up with both of them today, and they're both uh, big mentors of mine. I think from, from Dr. Dell, I think that I, I just learned how to think differently. You know, he was, I remember when I visited him, this was you know, four or five years ago, maybe five, six years ago, actually. Um, and he was already mixing and matching IOLs. And you know, placing accommodating IOLs with multifocal IOLs depending on the patient's needs. And, and that's something that's obviously come in vogue you know, recently here in the last year or two, but well, he was doing that years before. Um, and so you know, for, from him, I just learned that, that you need to always think differently. Um, also, the psychology of the patient, I learned a lot uh, from, from him and sort of how to break down uh, what types of patients are, are, are going to be good candidates psychologically for certain types of vision correction procedures. And just the art of the consult, the way he carries himself in the cataract consult is something I'll never forget um, and uh, will always look up to. So I appreciate him for that. With Dr. Whitsitt, um, you know, he's in Houston, Texas. Just the, the ability to relate to the patients. Um, I just really liked his bedside manner. It's something that I've tried to emulate uh, when I'm talking to my patients. And also just how to make good use of your time. Um, you know, I learned from him that you can't be the best thing at everything. You know, if you want to be a high-volume refractive cataract surgeon, you're probably not going to be the world's best, you know, uh, DSEC surgeon or blephoplasty surgeon or pterygium surgeon. I mean, maybe you can be, but, you know, in general, you know, it's usually good to find out what you're really good at and do a lot of that one thing. And so from the get-go, I really kind of focused in and honed in on just a few procedures in my practice. um, And I learned that from him. Once I started practicing and getting out sort of um, my first year or two, um, in private practice, I started going to a lot of meetings and I started gravitating towards you know, several people who are, are always at, at these meetings and are always kind with their time. Um, just a few of them, uh, uh, Dr. Wiley, Bill Wiley um, in, in Ohio. I think from him, I've learned just the, just to have the, the energy that he has is, is incredible. Just the energy for learning, the energy for ophthalmology, um, you know, and, and always being up to uh, go to the next meeting or uh, adopt the newest technology. Just the thirst for, for new technology um, is something that I've always looked up to and admired uh, from him. Dr. Gary Wertz as well, my uh, esteemed co-host from Ophthalmology Off the Grid, really just from him, just how to be a good person, um, uh, how to be a great family man, um, and, and how to involve the next generation. I feel like every meeting I go to, especially if there are young people there, you always see uh, Gary holding court and, you know, giving young people opportunities. One of the first opportunities I ever got in consulting was through Gary. Uh, I'll never forget that. And then lastly, uh, uh, Dr. Rob Weinstock. And from from Rob, I feel like I've learned so much, uh, but, you know, definitely, you know, how to run an organization. He's got a very large practice, similar to, to, to how ours is uh, here in Louisiana. Um, how to perform really quality surgery at a high volume. Uh, it's something very unique that he does, um, and many of the guys uh, on this list do. But uh, I've had an opportunity to to spend time with Dr. Weinstock, and I learned a lot uh, in that regard. And lastly, just how to have a good time. You know, there's a lot to life other than ophthalmology. You know, family and friends are so important. And then the very last um, you know person I should probably talk about uh, is my dad. Obviously, you know, I think that you know not a day goes by that I don't feel like I'm. Uh, You know, the luckiest guy in the world to be in a practice like I am with my family. And I've learned so much from him. You know, I think that, you know, on the business and medicine side, he taught me to never let anybody else do your thinking for you. It's important to make your own plans or else you'll be a part of someone else's. In the operating room, he taught me to always be prepared for a war. You know, cataract surgery can seem easy at times once you do a lot of it, but it can be devious and it could always be that next case where you find yourself in the fight of your life. So he taught me to plan accordingly and that it's always better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And I think one of my dad's greatest qualities is, is his kindness and how he treats his employees. And it's why that, you know, a lot of people who have been working with us have been there for over 30 years. So um, this is something that I always try to emulate uh, whenever I'm taking uh, the time with with with, the, with my staff and with my team in my clinic. So um, I think just the, the, the ability to know how to treat people um, and how to really care uh, for your team around you, it's something I'll always be thankful for. We have a, a, a select, a very select group of guests uh, from all over the country uh, that I'm very proud to have, Dr. Julie Schauhorn and Dr. Malika Hook, as well as uh, Dr. Doug Koch, Nicole Fram, and Arsham Shabani. So very much looking forward to speaking to all of them uh, throughout this uh, episode of Ophthalmology Off the Grid. First up, we hear from Dr. Julie Schauhorn.
2: As an ophthalmologist, um, you know there 's really so much we have to be thankful for. I think you know modern medicine is amazing. We really have the ability to change patients lives i 'm thankful for something that you know is probably the most basic and the the most um straightforward thing that we do on a daily basis and you know or at least most ophthalmologists do i'm i'm thankful for the ability to do cataract surgery it 's such a simple easy safe surgery that we do nowadays that has such an amazing and profound impact on people's lives um you know taking patients that are literally blind lp one day to 2020 the next day and and watching them as they see their family's faces as they see things that you know they hadn't seen in lord knows how many years it is such a uh it is such an amazing and transformative experience, and it's easy to become immune to it because you know you see patients, you sign them up, you put them on the schedule, and you know you just burn through FACOs in the o r day and and you know the next day during post ops you you know you've got all these post ops you can just burn through them, but you know sitting with patients you know hearing their experiences you know when they See the blue you know in the sky for the first time, and how you know they didn't realize how it'd be kind of looking you know foggy and dim and yellow, and you know they see the flowers in their garden, they see you know their cookbooks as they're cooking you know there are just so many you know really transformative events in people's lives that it's just so easy to to take for granted when I got the email for this topic trying to, you know, really think about what I was thankful for. There was just no other, there was just no other answer for me. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just such a wonderful surgery. It's so elegant. It's fun to do. And it just, it really, you know, has an amazing effect for people. The other thing that um, I'm thankful for this uh, Thanksgiving day season is, is really the mentorship that I've had in, in ophthalmology, um, and in my career and in, and in life decisions, um, probably the biggest mentor that I've had is my father, Steve Shellhorn, and he um, you know, has just had a huge influence on, you know, really on my whole life because he's my dad, of course, but um, you know, really on, on my career and my growth and my development um, as an ophthalmologist, really teaching me to be a really caring physician, to really think deeply about problems, about solutions to problems, about the what and the why behind things and i'm just I'm just immensely thankful for that. The other mentor that i've had in ophthalmology that has been really, really powerful and has really kind of helped shape my view of the field is uh, Dan Schwartz, who's a retina specialist here at at u c s f where I practice, and he's just been an amazing mentor, you know just thoughtful again innovative you know really trying to ask the the hard questions the why's and to really look for you know insightful and innovative solutions um so for the two of them it's just you know really have you know made me who who I am today there are so many great people out there it's just you know I really feel lucky to be in a field where virtually everyone that I work with everybody that I see at meetings everywhere you know I go just that I like, and I respect, and that I know that are doing the right things for the patients. And it's, it's a really wonderful, warm, uh, nice, fuzzy feeling. That is what I am thankful for this Thanksgiving Day.
0: Now over to Dr. Malik Kahook from the University of Colorado.
1: The first question is, what am I thankful for when it comes to my practice in ophthalmology? I think it all comes down to one word, and and that word is support. I'm extremely thankful for all of the support that I've been given by colleagues in the clinic and in the operating room, as well as all of the support that I've been given to translate some of our ideas from the bench to the bedside to reach as many patients as possible. I'm extremely lucky to be in this environment and certainly thankful for all that has been provided to me. The second question is about mentorship, who my mentor is, and maybe an example of mentorship in action. Uh, My mentor over the last 15 years or so has been Joel Schumann, who I did my fellowship with at UPMC in 2005. Joel is really the consummate uh, mentor. He has all of the skills that I'm learning over time are required to mentor young physicians. In particular, he's taught me several aspects of professionalism, including integrity and really um, performing research without cutting corners. He's also known for being very giving with his time, and I've experienced this firsthand. Um, I've never had an instance where I reached out to Joel for advice where he hasn't picked up the phone right away to get back to me. One story in particular that I recently told at a meeting that both Joel and I attended was something that happened over a decade ago at my first Hawaiian Eye meeting. I remember being nervous. It was one of my first bigger talks on a national scale. And I was at the meeting alone. And Joel took his time uh, out of a very busy meeting, which he was running, to take me out to dinner and have a talk about various parts of my career, as well as my talk and what I was going to uh, try and convey to the audience the next morning. I'll never forget that because I know how busy he was and the fact that he took time to spend a whole uh, dinner, a whole evening, just going over things and mentoring me meant a lot, and I carry that with me and I try and do the same for those that I'm training and mentoring today. I consider myself very lucky to have Joel Schumann as my mentor.
3: Next,
0: we hear from Dr. Doug Koch.
3: I have so many things to be grateful for as an ophthalmologist, above all, it is the ability to improve my patients' vision and therefore their lives, and to get them to know them as people and to learn so much from them. Patients teach us so much about themselves and about ourselves. For this, I am truly grateful. I have had many fabulous mentors during my career, but I want to single out Dr. Dan B. Jones. Danny was my mentor throughout my career and he taught me so many things. Uh, let me list a few. First, the importance of attention to detail in all aspects of patient care, examination, the history, and truly understanding your patient. He also demonstrated absolutely meticulous and thoughtful surgical skills that were really a, a model, I think, for how one should Act as a surgeon in the operating room. I also learned from him a wonderful joy in caring for patients. It didn't matter who the patient was or where they were from. Danny would get to know them and grow very fond of them and demonstrate this fondness. It was truly a gift to watch him in this setting. He was a perfectionist and he showed me how important it was to accept nothing but excellence in every aspect of work whether it be patient care, research, education. And he loved to teach. He loved to teach residents, medical students, fellows. Maybe this was the best gift of all because as I look back on my career, I think that teaching has been the most gratifying aspect. Danny was a caring, considerate, brilliant man who was the best mentor a person could have. I am so grateful for what he did for me throughout my career.
0: Up next is
3: Dr. Nicole Fram. I'm most thankful for the privilege to care for patients and restore sight even in the most complex circumstances. When a patient says thank you to me, my response is thank you for the privilege to be in the position to help you see. My most influential mentor is Sam Maskett. Every day I'm in the operating room, I encounter a complex situation, and I'm thankful that he taught me to think on my feet and perform the safest procedure. I hear his voice guiding me through the toughest cases. Some very important lessons he's taught me is that what's good for the patient is good for the doctor, that great technology always wins, and that you're only as good as your next case. This humility allows me to succeed and constantly improve as an ophthalmologist,
4: a surgeon, and as a person.
0: And last but not least, the one and only, Dr. Arsham Shabani.
4: This is a, a pretty important question and I think a lot of us as physicians don't take the time to think about, and when I think about what I'm most thankful for, at least in practice, I'd have to say having the ability to teach fellows in and residents, uh, and they really keep you grounded, they keep you motivated, this is why I do academics. and. I think it's our best way to be able to impact patients beyond just who's in front of our chair. And um, when you think about it, the effect is multiplicative, and, and I, I love that about my job. I also love when fellows and residents leave and they send messages back about how they've managed something complicated or, um, or just kind of made a difference in, in their own patient's care. And I could never imagine another world in which I do what I do without having that, um, having that to be thankful for. And I think a lot of this really stems from my my mentor and just being able to do fellowship with Ike Ahmed. Uh, I can tell you that no one has taught me more clinically than he has. And I think a lot of people would look at him and say, "Oh, it's going to be a purely surgical thing," but. It's really, it all begins in clinic and how you manage patients and how you set expectations and how you case select what you're going to do. And a lot of it is calculated risk, and that's something that, that he taught me. Um, but beyond anything else, what he has done is he's just shown me how selfless someone can be and has been so overly supportive of my career, despite the fact that you know, I'm not in his practice. I, I don't work there, but there has never been anyone who has had my back more than he has and continues to have my back more than he has. And for that, I am eternally grateful. And I think he's the reason why I've been able to have the the career that I have so far. So there's a lot to be thankful for. Um, I love where I work. I love the people I teach. And I think it's all possible because of the mentor that I had.
0: From our ability to improve the lives of our patients to the mentors who helped shape us into the positions we are today, it's obvious that there are countless reasons to be thankful. Thank you to my fellow ophthalmologists for taking the time to share what they are personally grateful for, and thanks to all of you for tuning in today. With that, this has been our special episode of Ophthalmology Off The Grid, Thanksgiving Edition. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Until next time, this is Dr. Blake Williamson for Ophthalmology Off The Grid.
1: Ophthalmology Off The Grid is an
0: independent podcast produced by Brynmark Communications and supported by advertising from Alcon. For a full listing of podcasts for eye care professionals, go to itube.net forward slash podcasts. That's itube, E-Y-E-T-U-B-E dot net.